If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And uh, it's been a week in the world. Sure has. Um, but a week. So, did you say, go ahead. <laughs> We're all fucked up about the healthcare bill. Yeah, but uh, it seems like it turned out okay in the end. Yeah, but I feel like we've just really been through the ringer. We seem, I mean, we were just watching Donald Trump before we started recording this, and now I feel like we're all weird. Yeah, that might not be the best warm up before a podcast is just to watch Donald Trump talk about like Mexican rapists on Long Island. Yeah, or whatever. Oh, uh, my God. Um, yeah, I was. Well, I was like following it all day yesterday and sort of freaking out. But then um, I had plans to go see Girls Trip with mm. uh, some friends. And which I was glad sort of because I didn't have to think about it. I just was lost in the, the world of, of the Girls Girl Trip. Trip. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yeah, when we got out of the theater, I checked my little phone. Yes. And it seemed like good old John McCain saved the fucking day. I know. You hate John McCain. I, it's like... I get it. I he's old and he's dying and he's obviously not the worst Republican, but it just seems like he everything ends up being about him and like is he going to do the right thing? Is he not going to do the right thing? And it just seems like over and over again. And this time he ended up I mean doing the right thing, which is good. But you never know. But it's like he's just such a drama queen. Like yeah. these first of all like every Democratic senator voted no. And then uh, Murkowski and uh, Collins were voting no forever. And, like, they don't get a fucking parade. And then there's another uh, senator who has stage four cancer. And no one talks about her. Who? From uh, uh, Hawaii. Uh, I forget her name. But she's this uh, woman, Democrat woman from Hawaii who... um, Tammy Duckworth? No. uh, No. She's from Illinois. Oh, yeah. She went Um, to school in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, No, this one is, like... Hiroko, maybe? I don't know. But she has stage four kidney cancer. Oh, my God. And she is just doing her 
job. And like, oh, so I don't know. So John McCain, I mean, it's all going to be over soon. So who cares? For all of I, us. I yeah, I for mean, all of seriously, us. Seriously, this is uh, whatever. I'm really happy that um, I get to keep my health insurance. Yeah, because um, I get, I mean, I love, for me at least, Obamacare is amazing. Me too. My I God. I have very inexpensive premiums. My co-pays are $5 or $8 if I see a specialist. My prescriptions are three fucking dollars i'm taking a red eye to scotland next week and i asked my doctor for some ambien Mm. he gave me i mean this doctor's pretty cool he gave me 90 ambien for three dollars oh brian this is not the right kind of endorsement for obamacare right now why not isn't that great I mean, I guess, but it's like the point is like, you know, they saved my life and I need it. And oh, like I I've, I would have been dead without health insurance. Uh, yeah. My appendix burst. This was before I had Obamacare, but um, I luckily had health insurance through my employer at the time. But yeah, I would totally be dead without health insurance. I think most people would. Yeah, I'm sure I'd be dead. I don't know, but probably. Uh, but I'm just saying the last great thing that happened because of Obamacare was cheap ambient yeah <laughs> among other things oh yeah yeah yeah. so good thank you <laughs> um and that's done now donald trump can go do whatever the fuck he wants to do in long island and we have bigger fish to fry yep because uh, we got a newsletter this week a newsletter all about female desire i feel like they're almost always about female desire this one was like because they'll do the sex issue and at least they'll be like stupid sex toys this is like all the boring parts of the sex issue without uh, any of the fun parts. What a crap. It was a crappy one. Um, it was, and it was so long. These articles get longer and longer. I know. I could not make it through some of them. And I, I was definitely like, didn't watch all those fucking videos. I watched a lot of them. Oh at God. least started them. Um, this, yeah, there's like, you said she's like the new doctor. Yeah. Rose. So there's this woman named Esther Perel who I guess has like a podcast that people like, but I think, yeah, Gwyneth is under her spell. Um, and so uh, she was featured in several of the articles this week. Uh, and I guess there is, so there's one thing where she like is just doing like video chats. I didn't, I literally It was like a Q&A it. and they okay. would ask her like, can men and women just be friends? Or no, that was another article. Was, like ooh. what's the worst stereotype about gender or whatever? And she's like, all of them, but they're all true, but they're all bad. Ugh, but um, it took her three minutes to say. And then they had some like synergy with Netflix this week about that Naomi Watts show Gypsy, which I heard is really bad. Yeah, I don't know. I what is with them in Netflix? Netflix is can do better. Netflix. I mean, I think Netflix is bankrolling a lot of the scoop. Oh my god. Or I don't know. Like it's maybe it's a mutually beneficial relationship. Maybe Netflix is trying to, you know how like Amazon started off by selling things and then broke into television? Maybe Netflix is trying to do the opposite. Start mm-hmm. out on TV and now Goop is like, it'll be like Goop Netflix and you can order a Yoni egg or watch a Naomi Watch show. Yeah. Take care of all your needs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is funny to me that at the cast party or whatever they had for Gypsy that they talked about in Goop, um, every guest got a free yoni egg i know that was on my list actually oh yeah well let's get to the list all right uh who knows what we're gonna talk about man we should not watch cnn before starting this podcast I my brain know. is fried oh no is it uh it's okay, okay. yeah <laughs> i mean i'm conscious Ma- oh maybe it's also because i took an ambient last night oh yeah uh i'm like i hey ambient is a good drug especially when you have cats that like meow at five in the morning you can just sleep right through them okay so you don't want to start over no. All right. 
start over the podcast? Yeah. No, I think we're good. Okay, let's keep let's go. <laughs> uh, what was your best of the week? Nurse Kevin. Nurse Kevin. Yeah. Who was that? You didn't see Nurse Kevin. No. What article was that from? It wasn't an article. Who? It was literally nothing. What is it? Okay, Nurse Kevin is a new feature that they have on Goop where you text them, you send them your phone number and they text you an avatar of a gay male nurse named Kevin. I'm just saying that he's gay. Wait, where did you I see this? Uh, you got to read the newsletter, Brian. Oh, you can't I just... just go on the website. I mean, you have to check. And I figured everything on the newsletter would be on the website. He'll text you every single day with a with a piece of advice. <gasps> and do you want to see his picture? Yes. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I mean, it is a nurse outfit, but he looks like a sailor. He looks like a sailor. With like a weird bow tie. He's wearing a bow tie. And nurse he's got Kevin. Nurse Kevin. And he's got a five o'clock shadow. And he's kind of got a little bit of like male pattern baldness receding hairline under his nurse's yeah. cap. Like he's like a distinguished gentleman. And uh, he'll text you. He's here to shepherd me through 100 days of feeling better. He'll be hitting me up every day with wellness tips and tricks. But I can text stop to end or help for help. Does this cost any money? No. Wait, where in the newsletter did you see this? I don't I'm, know. I just saw this thing on it that was like, do you want Nurse Kevin? And I was like, yeah. So I gave him my phone oh number. Oh, my God. I'm, that's the first thing I'm going to do when we stop recording. That sounds so cool. Yeah. It, just like this nurse avatar that tells, like, like I don't know what his tips and tricks are going to be, but I'm excited to find out. Yeah. So you don't even have to keep texting him. He just automatically now will text you every day. For I'm going to get 100 texts. Brilliant. From Goop. One a day from Nurse Kevin. Oh, Wow, I I can't wait to sign up and then we can see if we get the same text. We'll or probably different ones. get different ones. Does it you know, does it ask you any questions up. about yourself? Nope. So it's just one size fits all. Oh yeah, my guess is it's just going to be like articles about yoni eggs, but probably who knows? and like some about ashwagandha and yada yada. Oh, but I'm excited. That's great. It was really good, and I think more like that goop. And I also feel like they came out with it just for us. I know. Well, I also think it's probably a good sort of like liability for them instead of having a real crazy doctor they that like people up. can sue if they give you bad medical advice. They yeah. just have a fake one. So like, no one can sue nurse Kevin. You can't sue nurse Kevin. He's a cartoon yeah. and he's, he's a sailor doctor. He's a sailor nurse. <laughs> he's a, he's a doctor on the high seat. He is sort of cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, shirts like one size too small. Yeah. He's definitely got, I don't know why, I don't know how they came up with nurse Kevin, but whatever. Yeah. Hey, I'm for it. I love it. What was yours? Um, so I, my best was originally going to be my worst, but then I found a worst one, a worse one. So, so now my best is just, well, it's not the worst. Okay. It's called <laughs> Healthy Entitlement. How to ask for what you want. That's your best. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it is insane. First of all, I think the last people that need to be told to be more entitled are readers of Goop. Absolutely. Like, I get like, uh, society uh, projects um, the role of caregiver onto a lot of women, and that is a real thing. These women are not caregivers. No. If you have an eight hundred dollar dress that you bought from Gwyneth Paltrow, you don't. You're not caring for anybody. Um, you're so, not taking care of people. Yeah, so you're it's, taking care of you. Totally. This and this is I don't even remember who this is. It's some doctor. One it's of these. the tool. It's Barry. Oh, and it's Phil. The, yeah, Barry and Phil. Who they're like psychologists or something. Yeah. Um, but like the tips they have for helping you have what they call healthy entitlement so they um they tell you unhealthy entitlement uh 
Usually we associate that word with an obnoxious Hollywood player who screams at their assistant or a politician who acts as if they're above the law. Sure, that's unhealthy entitlement. But then all of like the things that they say are healthy entitlement still fall in that same category. So he said, here's some tips. Start by asking for things you want but nor- don't normally ask for. If you don't like the food at a restaurant, send it back. That's the, like, how embarrassing is it when you're at a restaurant with someone and they fucking send their food back. I have never sent my food Unless back. it's like literally going to poison you. Don't send it back. Like, yeah. It, if if the like meat is totally like raw or whatever, or like you're allergic to something, fine. But if you just don't like something, that's part of going to a restaurant. You're not going to like something 100% of the time. Come on. You got to be less entitled. Yeah. And like a lot of times at a restaurant, if you say, oh, you know, I thought this was something else. I didn't really like it. They'll be like, oh, can I get you something else? But if you... If you send... Oh, my God. That's horrible. Wait. Can I just interject and say this was also on my list? Was it the worst? This was my craziest. Craziest. It was pretty crazy, too. Not the entire article, but their tool, their entitlement tool. Oh, yeah. So, Barry and Phil are psychologists or something, and they wrote this book called The Tools, Um, and they have... and And so, they have different tools for doing whatever you're supposed to do. The thing about Barry and Phil is once you get into the weeds with them, it comes out that they like are weird, like religious about it too, or they're like into some new age spirituality always. So they have a tool for how to be more entitled called your entitlement tool. And to do it, you're supposed to close your eyes and you imagine that you, I can't remember the different stages, but basically like you just imagine yourself being entitled and as you be entitled, then the universe is like more and more happy. So first you ask for what you want and the universe is smiling and then you like demand what you want or something. And then the universe is like clapping and then you're like, I deserve what I want or I'm entitled to what I want or whatever the hell. And then the universe is giving you a standing ovation. It's scary. It is literally the worst thing you could say to a regular goop reader is to like be more entitled and that the universe is happy. And the reason the universe wants you to be entitled is because then you make other people like do their own, like to carry their own weight. Basically it's basically like the Republican platform. Oh yeah. Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Exactly. It's like if you're entitled, then it's Um, like, but it's like, so your husband will clean up after himself. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it says, uh, like, every single day you should be asking for things you don't normally ask for. When you feel like you've done something terrible, say to yourself, that's good. I hit my mark today. And if you get to the end of a given day and you haven't felt selfish or obnoxious, tell yourself, I messed up. I have to recommit to my homework tomorrow. If you feel selfish is, or obnoxious, like, that's good. Like, yeah, those are tools. That's shame. You should feel... Like, it's one thing to be assertive, but if you end your day feeling selfish or obnoxious, you were. Yeah. And don't fucking do that. Yeah. And maybe maybe there's something where, like, people are selfish and obnoxious and they don't feel bad about it and that's what makes them like that. But you are selfish and obnoxious and you're like, ah, oh, I really shouldn't have done that. That means you're good. That means you have self-awareness. That's Those are good traits to have. Yeah. It's okay Just, you know, why do you feel that way? Maybe you did do something wrong. Because no one feels selfish or entitled because they told their kids to clean up after themselves. That's not what it's about. No, yeah. That's a totally different thing. Yeah, it's it's really insane. Um, But it makes me understand... uh, I don't know. It just makes me understand, like, this world that we're living in and the people that um, are, like, reading goop. (laughs) It does? It just is like, oh, I could see... Like, I could see people that I like run into on the street and that I think are completely entitled. I could say them, I could see them reading this and be like, yeah, well, like 
yeah. I'm not entitled enough. I need to be more entitled. People love to justify their own bullshit. Mm-hmm. And they love to be like, I'm supposed to be a big piece of shit. And that's like self-care. Like, I'm supposed yeah. to, like, I have to take care of myself. And what that means is like, I do whatever the fuck I want and buy myself shit. And like. Right. I think some people think if like practicing self-care or like being good to yourself means like you can't like do a favor for someone or like anytime. Like, cause that's part of being in a friendship or a relationship is like, sometimes you're going to be a little bit put out by someone, yeah. but that's fine. That's like, like hopefully, you know, they'll reciprocate and, and someday when you're feeling shitty or not being able to do something, they'll do it for you. But yeah, to be like, Oh, I'm practicing self care. Uh, I, I really need to think of myself before anyone else that, yeah, that's just fucking entitlement. Yeah. And like, guess what? You do think of yourself before anyone else. Yeah. That's just human nature. You've already got it covered. Don't worry about that part. Worry about the other parts. Yeah. Oof. Well, yeah, I don't know if that should have been my best. I just thought it was insane. No, it was really good. Uh, what was your worst? My worst was the gypsy dinner we already talked about oh, because man. everyone got the stupid fucking yoni egg and they were like, whenever they do these things, they're always terrible. They have like some promotional event where they're like, we had a goop dinner and they just take pictures of everybody in their outfits and like all the people that were on the guest list. And I don't know what they are or what they're for and who's paying for it and why they're doing it. I think Netflix it. was paying for this one because it's advertising their show. Yeah. But then this was like, remember they had that other one that was like when they had Mother's Day dinner for kids and they had those like mocktails for kids oh, yeah, and like yeah, the yeah. disgusting pies that kids would like but they wouldn't <laughs> right. like. It was like it was a like, weird like butternut squash pie. It was insane. Um, yeah. It's like they, I don't know, they have these stupid events and then I feel like the Yoni egg was just one more fucking thing with these eggs. Yeah. Ladies, gentlemen, Nurse Kevin, just drop it already. We get it. You sell the eggs. If I ever want to buy a $60 Yoni egg, I'll come to you. Yeah. If I ever want another $10 Yoni egg, I'll go back to Amazon. Everyone at this point in the world knows if I want a Yoni egg, I can go to Goop and get one. Everyone knows you, don't need you to sell keep the about eggs. It. And everyone knows you stand behind the eggs. We get it. And so you gave them out. And also, everybody knows, thanks to her appearance on Jimmy Kimmel or whatever show that was, that Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't even do it. No. Uh, I do think that she might be angling to get her own Netflix show. Oh, she wants something. But do you, because like, she she took a, a like a paparazzi, or not like a, like a step and repeat, repeat photo with Naomi Watts. And it was like, GP with Gypsy herself, Naomi Watts. Mm-hmm. And I could just see like, I mean, not that Gypsy, Gypsy's not supposed to be very good. I don't think Naomi Watts is going to, like, I love Naomi Watts. I don't think she's going to get like an Emmy or anything for this. Uh, but I think maybe it's me projecting, but I think Gwyneth might be a little uh, getting that acting bug again. Oh, you and think? And I think she might want like a dark Netflix show. Oh, God. Or maybe she wants like a cool goop lifestyle, like a Martha Stewart style show on Netflix. I think that would be good, too. That would be so good. Like goop, goop TV? That, that has to happen. Yeah. Please. Please. Could we write on it? I... I mean, no one is more qualified than us. No, really no one is. And we get you guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, we will be sending packets to you right now. Yeah. We'll just email them to like, <laughs> yeah. support at To Goop. Jean. Ask Jean. <laughs> Ask Jean. Here's, yeah. here's my Goop TV packet. Uh, oh, man. That got me excited. I know. Me too. Um, so my worst was the article, the advice column, which I think it's only the second time they've done it, mm. called Can Men and Women Just Be Friends? Yeah, that was a snooze and a half. Uh, so if you don't know, there's these advice columnists that I guess have appeared twice on Goop. It's a married couple, which is, is creepy to me anyway. Yeah, and it's like, 
she's the psychiatrist and he's he's like a screenwriter no no no. she's a life coach who trained with phil oh the, yeah that's right or barry one of the tools guys uh so they're deeply unqualified which i guess most advice columnists are they like all are. yeah which is fine but i guess so the the question was uh some woman asked i guess it, yeah it must be a woman um i'm about to move in with my boyfriend of one year now that we're taking the relationship to the next level, he told me that he has a problem with my very close platonic relationship with my best male friend. I'm excited to take this next step with my boyfriend, but I'm, I deeply value my friendship as well. What should I do? And I, I don't know. I would, my immediate thought was like, oh, that's weird that your boyfriend would be uh, jealous. Like if it's just a platonic relationship, like men and women are friends all the time. Like, no big deal. It'll work itself out unless your boyfriend's an asshole. But maybe I'm a terrible advice well, columnist. Because uh, these people really thought that this was a problem for a woman to have a male friend. Yeah, I think it's a problem. Really? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, not, I mean, look, I have, well, you and I are friends. Yeah. But. And like, um, I'm friends with gay men, which technically could there could be like sexual chemistry and John's also friends with gay men. Like it's just insane to me that you would be so uh, insecure in your relationship that you would feel threatened by a friend. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think almost always in those situations, there's like one person wants something, maybe not with like gay friends, but like definitely with like male, female, straight friends. I think, like there's almost always something weird going on. Really? Oh yeah, for sure. I have one close male friend where there's like nothing going on at all, but we've known each other f since high school. Yeah. Um, but there is no fucking way in hell I would become like close pals who where I'm like texting and stuff with someone who's was a straight guy. A straight guy, except for my ex boyfriend. We're friends <laughs> now. Yeah. But I like, don't. Maybe it is different. Okay, so you're agreeing with these people because I thought it was insane that I mean the the woman was like, just be very careful that there's no ulterior motives. Like make sure that you know you don't have any feelings for him and he doesn't have any feelings for you. Uh, but tread very carefully, which I guess is fine. But then the guy was like, no, there's was more like you. Like there's no way that this could be a regular friendship. Uh, you basically either have to like break up with your boyfriend or tell this guy that you can't be friends anymore or just sort of his third solution was just to sort of like start ghosting the friend you and like should. hope That's that it works out. Really? Because you should, you have to have boundaries. Like my, my straight, my two friends who are straight men, one of them is my ex-boyfriend that I dated for like a bazillion years and like now we're friends. The other one is just this guy that's been my friend since we were in high yeah. school. So the one who's my ex-boyfriend is like, I, I've, I like never see him. We like occasionally text. Then the one who um, we've been friends for like a really long time, I see him, you know, but almost always like Brian will be there. His wife will be there. Like something like maybe once in a while we might end up like going to lunch or something alone, but that like almost never happens. Like it's just like even though there's no risk of anything happening, it's just like more, I don't know, it's like disrespectful to your partner. That is, that's blowing my mind. Well? I can't, I mean, I could see if I thought something specific was like going on or there was like weird chemistry, I could, I could see being jealous of uh, a friendship that my husband had, but 
I just can't. I mean, it's maybe it is like a, a gay thing. Like, I have well, so many gay, gay men, friends yeah. that I would uh, that I don't have any sort of sexual chemistry with, and and like mo- honestly, like most of the friends that either I had or that John had before we got together are now, are now just our friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. maybe that's a difference. I think I that like it's different. I just think it's different. All right. Well, I guess I'm wrong, and Goop and Aggie. All right. Yes. Uh, let us know if what you think about this. I'm now. I'm like because I was so sure that these people were insane, and now I'm second guessing. I mean, myself. I did turn to Brian and I was like, "Do you think it's weird? Do you think men and women can be friends?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "You have female friends?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "I have male friends." And he goes, "Yeah." And I was like, "He was like, oh. yeah, it doesn't matter." But then I thought about it and I was like, "Yeah, it does." Because I mean, he may have female friends, but. He's not like, all right, bye. I'm going to go have lunch with Sheila or something, which there is no person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Weird. I'm just like, if you could spend, if you have that free time that you can go spend doing something with a woman, fucking do it with me, dude. <laughs> but, okay, I guess. I just like people, I think it's healthy to like sometimes hang out with people that aren't your partner. Yeah. Guys. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your craziest? The entitlement tool. Uh, I already talked oh my about God, it. Yeah. yeah. What was yours? That was crazy. Um, mine was, uh, oh, it was the, um, like, the you're doing sex wrong. Oh, wait. Yeah, sorry, because I also had a saddest. Yeah, that was my craziest slash saddest. Okay. Uh, wait, the one uh, where... It's called What's Wrong with the Sex You're Having. Okay, wait, yeah. Was it the... Okay, well, you tell your part well, and then I'll tell There's. Mine. I mean, this was so long. So it's basically a, a Q&A with this PhD... Oh, another married couple. So it's a, they're two ooh, married sex therapists. That which just automatically Bye. reminds me no. of um, those that uh, Will, Fer- Will Ferrell and Rachel Dratch characters from SNL where they Get call out each other of the lovers. Hot tub. Yeah, it's like those what hot tub people. Lovers. That's what these people are. So okay, so it goes through. It's like so long. It's insane. Um, so they're basically saying everyone has sex wrong, and that like if you're not a hundred percent completely connecting to like every aspect of your partner at the time, you're basically like a horrible person. Um, you. Uh, like it was so gross. It made me like never want to have sex again. Okay, I have to. I'm gonna tell everybody something about yeah. sex. Shut the fuck up about it. Thank you. People have been doing it forever. People have been like figuring it out and having good sex and having bad sex and having regular sex for fucking ever. Just some old lady on a couch cannot tell you shit about dick. Stop it. Keep it to yourself. Keep it private. It doesn't need to be... People want us to live in this, like, sexual utopia where, like, the conversation of sex is, sex is blown up and we're all always yeah. talking about how we like to fucking get our dick sucked and it's disgusting. I don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. Shut up. Yeah, no one wants to hear about it. That's why it's private. Like It's private. And, like, not every time you have sex is going to be, like, the most amazing thing ever. Like, it's it's fine. Like, if every time you have sex, it's, like, the most amazing thing ever, you're insane. Yeah. If every time you have sex, you have to be, like, oh, like, that that woman on the couch that we were talking about with all the videos. Oh, God, Esther Perel, one. yeah. Esther Perel. She was talking about how, like, oh, you know, you, people think sex just happens. Well, if you want to go play tennis, you have to get the tennis clothes and drive to the tennis court and da-da-da-da-da. And it's like, well, you know what? You're not having playing tennis not, in yeah. your bed if, every day. If you want to have sex, just, like, 
like start making out with your partner and just then just do it. Have sex. Yeah. And shut the fuck up. Uh, oh my God. So this goes through so many fucking steps. So the first thing that they talk about is like this simple way to connect to your sexual energy, um, which is like this mindfulness routine where you're supposed to like touch your genitals and repeat the following oh God, affirmation. This was my saddest. I am, I am sexual. Wait, it doesn't even say I am a sexual man or woman. It just says I am sexual woman. My head is just, it says man or woman. Yeah, but it says I, there's no article. It just says I am sexual woman. I am sexual I man. I am sexual woman. Not I am a sexual. Like rubbing your Yeah, clit. rubbing your, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like basically like, this is my saddest because it's just like, you're supposed to like masturbate basically. Well, that was say, the first like, one. The second one is truly a masturbation And it's like, exercise. and then you may feel a tingling, it says. Yeah, it was. Like, so that first one was just to connect to your sexual energy. The second, like, long fucking exercise they have is it truly, it's called the erotic mindfulness exercise, but it's just to tell you how to jack off, which honestly, any kid learns when they're, like, 10 years old. Yeah. Like, it's like, here's a hint. Be eight and get a pillow. Yeah. A fucking pillow, a hand, a, some lotion or Vaseline, uh, you know, a couple tissues eventually. And eight is young. Eight is young. I don't know. It just uh, came well. out. I mean, I don't know how old you were. I don't know how old anybody is. So, but this Eight one, I mean, so it's like, make sure you have some quiet time. Ugh. Like as if people don't understand that you're supposed to like not masturbate in front of everyone in your house. Um, <laughs> but then <laughs> start with, start with just relaxing and breathing calmly. It's like, it's like that, that those like eating mindfully exercises yeah. too. It's crazy. Now begin to touch your body in a way that gives you pleasure. Uh, to begin with, do not touch your genitals or other obvious erogenous gen- zones, but rather let your hands stroke your belly, arms, legs, and hair. So you're supposed Jesus. to just like, ooh, yeah. Uh, you like just like your- sit there and breathe and like yeah. rub your arms in a um, way that you like. Then like allow your body to move. Uh, then you're supposed to breathe again as if you're not already breathing. You've got to keep breathing keep this breathing. whole time. Like never stop breathing. Ever. Honestly, you know what's fun? This might be a little personal is to not breathe when you're masturbating. That is personal. That's what that guy from NXT I mean, does. I'm not saying about like putting a noose around your neck, but just like hold your breath for a few seconds. Well, that's the same thing. Okay. That's my advice. Okay. That is, okay. And I'm the one who can't, I can't say where your vagina is located on your body, but you're like, oh, fucking try autoerotic asphyxiation. Not that big, but you know, just like, whatever, who cares? Okay. Not a big deal. <laughs> um, then gradually include the areas of your body you find more erogenous. Oh, finally we're getting to the genitals on stage six. Um, notice how you feel. Like, fucking notice how you feel. Like, of course, you're How gonna, could I not oh notice how I feel? Um, once the energy reaches a certain level of pleasure or excitement, do you start to feel uncomfortable? So no. It's like, no. Why would I feel more I've been doing this since I was a little kid, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then it says, we suggest that you do this exercise for at least 20 minutes. Jesus Christ. You're going to rub your dick raw. How much time do you have, you pervert? Oh, sorry. I was just like essentially ro- rolling around <laughs> and rubbing myself 20? for 20 minutes. It's like, no wonder you have hangups about sex. You're weird. Um, and then... Oh, God. As soon as you find yourself losing the connection, <laughs> gently bring your awareness back to the sensations in your body. This is like yoga meditation language. It's insane. It's insane. Remember to be gentle with yourself and lovingly invite your attention back to the physical experience that your body is having. Like, it's not that complicated. And then finally, step 11, when the exercise feels complete for you, uh-huh. meaning you come, I yeah, guess. Why I don't guess. I just say that? Come out and say it. Gently bring yourself back. <laughs> Thank your body for the pleasures it offered you. And make some notes about your observations. Oh my god, I've got 
need that notebook. Oh, God. Do you have a jack-off notebook? Of course. Yeah, me too. Oh, my um, is full of them. And then it says, we suggest cushions. that you try this exercise daily for a week or more. Oh my god! This is like so. Like, I had to come. masturbate every day for twenty minutes. Yeah, and then um, then write notes and about write it. Write notes about it, and then thank my body. And now I'm cured. And now, and then yeah, what are you supposed to do now? Then you can have sex with somebody else. I you guess have so many weird hangups. Yeah, I mean honestly, yeah that, yeah I guess that's the point of it is to like, is to like get comfortable by yourself, and then you can get comfortable. But if I honestly was hooking up with someone and I saw them like just rolling around on the bed, like touching their belly and their hair and going like, ooh, ah, like I'd I would like, immediately leave insane. the room. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, are you supposed, I don't think you're supposed to do this in front of your partner. Oh, right. I guess, <laughs> I guess you're supposed to rub their belly and hair yeah. and go, ooh, ah. <laughs> uh, oh, and then it's like, discover together all the things that can give your body pleasure, whether it, that is sharing a ripe strawberry. Bitch, get your own strawberry. They're small. Sharing one. Yeah. Sharing a mean? bath, which is like, not sexy at all no, to share about but I someone. do like doing it yeah sure it's fun. it's fun um listening to a piece of music no or any, anything that pleases your senses wait so just like hang out it's just like yeah hang out watch yeah watch TV go out okay, to what dinner. about watching TV yeah someone that pleases my that's senses that's the yeah that's the sexiest thing in the world I know turn on that gypsy starring Naomi Watts well I probably like every time I've had sex in the last like four years it's been like I was having. I was watching TV Too first. Watching, sure. <laughs> Almost every time. I mean, if you're not constantly watching TV with your partner, you're doing something I wrong. Guess so. <laughs> oh man. So that was yeah. It's something else. Uh, now, I guess I feel like a lot, just like more confident sexually after reading these articles. I do because now I'm like, at least I'm not doing this shit. At least I know how to just like have sex and then stop having yeah. sex and like continue on with my life, yeah. and I don't have to like obsess over it. Oh, gross. Ugh, what is um all right what would you try okay i've been waiting for this one this whole Uh-oh. time i am so so excited to make this announcement the thing i would try is an outfit from the ask i don't know not jean the other one from Anne. ask Anne about wearing head to toe white Oh, yeah, yeah. And the reason I would try one of the outfit combinations is because it would be so easy for me because I already have not one, but two things that were on that list already have them. They are my things, and they were on the list. That's pretty amazing. Which ones? The little Chloe bag. Okay. And the Ray-Bans. And you had these things before you even started looking at Goop? Well, I bought the... I mean, I... Not before I started looking at Goop, but I've had the purse for about a year, and I've had oh. the sunglasses. Like I got them like at the beginning of summer. Yeah, that's amazing. I know. That is like always a big ego boost if if they it's recommend a, huge a product that you have ego boost. And I was like two things, one list. I mean, that's amazing. You could yeah. be Anne. I basically am Anne. That's pretty amazing. I couldn't fucking believe it. Uh. And I, and that purse is just in my closet. I gotta break that bitch out. Yeah. Oh, you have a Chloe purse. That's so fancy. Hello. Yeah. Hey, we're fancy people. I'm a fancy person. Um, so the thing I would try is not technically from Goop, but it's that the veggie burger article. Oh it's yeah, just like veggie convert any carnivore. Yeah, veggie burgers to convert any carnivore. So I honestly do think this is a terrible article with terrible examples of veggie burgers. I didn't read it. They only have two 
uh, two veggie burger recipes. One of them is like black bean and chipotle, and one of them is cannellini bean and quinoa. And I'm sorry, like those type of veggie burgers do not, would not convert any carnivore. No. They look very boring. They look like very sort of like last generation veggie burgers. Uh, but I would try some new school veggie burgers. Like there's one called the Impossible Burger yeah. that they just started selling at Umami Burger and it's supposed to taste just like meat. They so I want to try it, that. They have it at Veggie Grill too, I think. And oh, probably yeah? at that like Tao, whatever that guy's name. Fan- What's that fancy vegan place? Oh, Crossroads? Yeah, I think they yeah, have Yeah, they probably it have it there. Uh, but then also I do like like a vegetable forward veggie burger that's not uh, trying to taste like meat. Yeah. I like that too. But these are not going to cut it. So I'm going to, I guess, just go online and like try to find some good recipes and make my own veggie burgers. I already know the best veggie burger in the world. Which one? It's a Boca burger. No. They are so fucking good. Yes. They don't, they taste like they not. They taste like processed soy with yeah, like, like liquid salt. smoke. They're like so salty. They don't taste disgusting. They are the best veggie burger. I love Boca burgers. That's very weird. It's like the only thing that tastes like something good. It doesn't taste like... It's like if it's a bunch of grains and shit packed together in some sort of patty, it's always gross and it's like crumbly and horrible. I don't a know. A Boca burger is just like... I don't know what the hell it is, but it tastes good. All right. I, and you got to melt some Munster cheese on it so it doesn't work if you're being vegan. Yeah, yeah. Cheese always helps yeah. uh, veggie burgers. Boca burger. I feel like I those it. are the ones... Or no, garden burgers. Those are even worse. Those are those. disgusting. Um... Yeah, because Boca is like trying to. I mean, I wouldn't. Eighty calories. A mind burger. a Boca burger if I got a lot of cheese and condiments and stuff on it. I used to eat them in college. I would like microwave a Boca burger. I was in college. Microwave a Boca burger, put Munster cheese on it, and then eat it with hummus. Oh, that's not, like low carb. Like no. It, bun. I mean, I don't think I would have a bun, or sometimes maybe I'd have a pita. Okay. But like, it wasn't intentionally being low carb. Yeah. It's just like how I ate it. That doesn't uh, sound that know. bad. It was really good. I loved it. Um, in college, I w- I was a vegetarian in college. Me and my roommate would just make like quesadillas every night. So we w- <laughs> it was so bad for like, we just get like tortillas and we would literally use like an entire block of cheese. You're and, stupid in college. Yeah. Um, and then I would just drink uh, old English forties. Yeah. Like, it's so disgusting. I used to think a 40 was like the perfect amount for like an <laughs> yeah. evening. That yeah. was like how I used to think. Yeah, one, like two, like if you had two, that's like a wild night. Yeah. But like one is like, oh no, that's a, that's normal. Just a normal night. To have, because that's what, the equivalent of like three or four beers, but like double the alcohol. So it's the alcoholic equivalent of like seven or eight beers. Yeah. And that's like, oh, that's just like a normal. Just a night in. Yeah, sip it, sipping it. I drink a 40. Um, I had a sip, I forget where I was. I think I must have been hanging out with like younger people. But like someone had a forty at a party uh, in the this is in the last five years, and I took a sip, and th- it is disgusting. It is. Oh my god, it's horrible. Well, it doesn't have to be malt liquor. Oh well, yeah, they have four, but like a forty of regular beer is just. That's I just get a like a forty of regular beer. Really? Yeah. But that just is warm beer. You might as well just get a six pack and like keep opening them. But I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't want to. Oh, because I thought the whole point of forties were like malt liquor because it like gets you fucked up faster. And they're super cheap. Three, well, I don't know if they're, but when I was in college, two ninety nine for a 40 of Old English. That was my brand, Old English. Hmm. I mean, I drank it of like regular Like beer. a Coors Light or whatever. Bud Light. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't remember. No, I knew people that did that. Um, but now they have 40s of wine. Rosé. Yeah, which is so. Okay, you made a face. I want one. I mean, sure. It's just like a slightly bigger bottle of wine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Would you drink a whole 40 of white wine or of rosé? I could, yeah. I mean, I could too. We all could. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. But I feel like if I got a 40, then it might last me for two days. So that makes me kind of want to get it. And because it's like easy to reseal. That's true. Uh, I, love I drink those. wine really fast. I, I go, yeah, I go through phases. Right now I'm in like a not drinking that much phase. Like I, mm. I've, oh, I opened a bottle of wine a few days ago and I've drank like two glasses in the past three days. So I still have like half the bottle left. Oh wow. But it's, I think it's cause it's not that good. They, they ran out of, um, my favorite, uh, the Kirkland brand rosé at Costco, mm. which was so good. And How so, much is it? It was eight ninety nine. Oh wow. It was like a, it was like from Provence. This it was is like, where I got to get my It was really good rosé, but they sold out because I think it was the first time they had ever sold it under the Kirkland brand. So they sold out of it in like May uh, and they haven't restocked it as far as I know. So I was at Costco and I bought this other, this like rosé from Burgundy, which was like $9.99. I thought, well, $9.99 at Costco really means it'll probably be like a $13 or $14 bottle of wine. Uh-huh. It's so shitty. Oh, no. Um, don't get... It's, I think it's Jouet, J-O-U-E-T, and there's like a picture of a cow or something on it. And it's from Burgundy, which I should have known. Burgundy's not known for their rosés. Mm. Anyway, that was wine talk. Yeah. I've been drinking this rosé. Sorry, I didn't get mine in. <laughs> I've been drinking this rosé from like the Basque region of Spain. That's, oh, that's so good. fucking good. Yeah. But it's so expensive. Did it's you like, get it at Lou? Yeah. Lou is our local like fancy wine store. Yeah. And I always get wine from there because I'm such a fucking idiot. It's great. I wish, I mean, if I, I live a little, well, I live a little further away from it than you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's good because I, I don't go there very I often. I go there all the time. All right. Uh, anyway, um, what would you buy? Wait, you didn't say, oh, you didn't say the veggie burger. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I would buy the cocoa floss. Floss. Oh, yeah, that floss. Yeah, it was like in an article about another guest room article or whatever. And they were like, buy the $7 dental floss. It'll change your life. Is it made out of coconuts? No, or? it has a little coconut flavor oh, okay. and like a little minty, a little coconutty. And I was like, you know what? This is the kind of thing that makes me feel like a woman. Totally. Like, it's. I have $7. Do I have it for floss? Not really. But could I spend it on a floss? Yeah, anyone could. So And you can not? floss with your partner. And then have sex. I know. We can floss together because it's for our senses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would buy, there was this whole article about how cool tunics are for summer. Oh, really? And I really think that tunics are a good unisex option for huh. uh, a bigger person. And I would buy, not, they have this white goop brand tunic, which I'm sure that it doesn't come in men's sizes, but like. God, if I had a little bit more confidence, I would love to like go to the beach in like a big tunic and like a straw hat. So with like, your bag, with my bag, which I haven't ordered yet because I'm going out of town next week, and I'm afraid that it would come when I'm out of town. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to order it when I get back from uh, from Scotland. Great. Um, but wait, who's the who's the like big um, male Vogue editor? Andre Leontali. Oh yeah. Like I feel like he would be a good fashion inspiration for me if I was I a think, little more confident. I, I definitely see that. Maybe I, I can grow into that. I think you can, Brian. Yeah. I mean, you're really close. You already <laughs> read a lot of goop. I read a lot of goop. And you, um, you have good taste. I wouldn't have to worry about like watching what I eat or dieting because I could just wear a fucking tunic. Yeah, I feel like the tunic, like... <laughs> it's a slippery slope to obesity <laughs> with mean, that tunic. I mean, like a muumuu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is there really a difference between a tunic and a muumuu? Mm-hmm. I don't I think so. I guess it's like a tunic is $800 on Google. Yeah. It's like you buy it in an 8-5 yeah. pack. Um, um, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, still, we'll still try to eat healthy. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, I think just paired with a big straw hat. That'd I mean, I would not be attractive. You would be. No one would want to have sex with me. Well, you're me. already married. You don't have to worry That's about true. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can just, um, I can just be, be a character. Yeah. Be an eccentric character. You would be such an eccentric. Uh, yeah. Do it, Brian. Okay. I'll, um, I'm not getting this $800 one, but if I find like, if I find a $30 tunic. Okay. Uh, Maybe, can you make one? I am not a good sewer. I guess I could like wrap a sheet around me. Yeah. <laughs> just call it a tunic. What if you just started wearing like a Roman toga? Like, toga. I could. That's sort of cute, actually. That's sort of hot. It's like frat boy. It's very frat yeah. boy. All right. Well, uh, we got to stop now because I got to roll around on my bed for oh, a while. No. <laughs> For 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, we've got a lot of masturbating and logging to do. Gust. Oh, yeah, and then we have to fucking log. Ugh, God. Um, well, thank you guys, as always, for listening. Uh, we might have a podcast next week. We might not. Like I said, I will be out of town. Uh, if not, we'll definitely be back um, the week after. And, yeah, I'm going to be in Edinburgh and a little bit in Iceland. So, hopefully, I will at least get to do one or two Goop-approved things. Oh, for sure. Iceland's um, full of it. Yeah, Iceland, I'm sure I'll find something. I don't know that Gwyneth has ever, like, had an Edinburgh guide. Mm, but knows? we'll see. You never know. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, rate us on Apple Music. Tell your friends. Follow us on Instagram. Goop yourself. Goop yourself. Uh, Twitter at Goop Yourself Pod. Pod. Uh, Thank you for listening. All right. We will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. 